Yo, what's up? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Thursday, June 4th, 2020. I'm one of your hosts, Blessing, Eddie O.A. Jr. And joining me is WWE superstar Xavier Woods, who's holding... What is what is, Jackie, what is that? What's happening? It's Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. Now, which Jackie Chan is that? Is that Rush Hour Jackie Chan? Is that this Jackie is, Chan Adventures Jackie this Chan? This is real life living in the world Jackie Chan. I got it for uh, for Christmas because I asked for all of the Jackie Chan movies and not just like any ones that he starred in. I wanted all of 200 plus Jackie Chan's movies and I got like 30 oh to God. go. And my boy, oh my he got God. me. He ended up getting, he knew what I asked for. And so he wanted to contribute to the larger gift. And so he got me a Jackie Chan cutout. And now he watches over me as I play video games, as I DJ, as I live my life in my gaming basement. He is there uh, watching I have, a, I have a lot of questions right now based yes. on everything you just said, but my first question will be top five Jackie Chan movies. Oh, God. Oh, that's so difficult. Um, not in any order. Project A, Drunken Master. Um, mm, mm, mm. Uh, God, I, I can't. I can't do that. I can't do that. Are you, uh, were you a Jackie Chan Adventures person when that was on oh, TV, the cartoon? Yes. What is an underrated, underappreciated show? Yes. Yes, I couldn't consume enough Jackie Chan stuff when I was a kid. Cause like at so back in my day, we had Blockbuster. And um so we would go to Yeah, right. So you would go there and rent movies and video games to play over the weekend. So we I ended up watching all of the anime stuff because like I saw Akira, it was first, and I watched that and was like, <gasps> and I went through all the anime that they had, and then the next thing was like action, whatever, action foreign. And it, the first thing was a Jackie Chan movie, and I was like, What is this? And I watched it, and then I instantly like it was. I was ten minutes in, and it, I was done. I was obsessed, and I watched every Jackie Chan movie I could find. I read like mm -hmm. books and autobiographies, and I just, I wanted to like be a stuntman and learn karate, and so it, it bled into becoming a pro wrestler. So I, it, it worked out. It all, it all came full circle. Shout out to Jackie yeah. Chan, man. Jackie Chan, of yeah. course, like Jackie Chan gets his love, but I still feel like he he needs the love, right? Like yeah. Jackie Chan is one of those icons, one of those legends that you look back on, and there's there's not a bad thing I can say about Jackie Chan. <laughs> right, there's not like at least yet, as far as it's I know, there's not a bad thing I can say about Jackie Chan. Everybody's got their ups and downs throughout their life. Sometimes you're a little bit more immature than you were. Sometimes you make mistakes, you make the wrong moves, but that's a human thing, and you can only try to get better from there. And Jackie Chan had some of those in his life, just like all of us, you know. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I didn't mean to come on and just make this a Jackie Chan podcast. No, I'm actually enjoying this conversation because Jackie Chan Adventures is one of those shows that, as a kid, was probably one of my favorite shows on TV. I got into yeah. I got into an argument with uh, uh, a friend. Actually, it wasn't even an argument. It was a debate. Uh, and we were talking about, like, the best cartoons growing up. And yeah. uh, Jackie Chan Adventures versus Dragon Ball Z came up as a conversation. Mm. And I'm sure any sensible person would probably side on Dragon Plus, Ball Z. Those are very different shows. Those are very, very, different, very show different shows. I'm not trying to talk shit about either sure. of them. They're both fantastic, but they're very no, different. There was a broader debate going on because, like, this debate included Kids Next Door and Samurai Jack okay. and Kids Next yeah. or uh, and Dexter's Laboratory and a oh, bunch. You're of playing a dangerous SpongeBob. game with some good shit, yeah, right Avatar. Very, it's a lot. It, we, essentially, we were making our way down this cartoon bracket, and Jackie Chan Adventures versus Dragon Ball Z came up. And my argument for Jackie Chan Adventures was that I think Jackie Chan Adventures had the better uh, uh, MacGuffin with the talismans. Right, like okay. the 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 Dragon Balls, great. The Dragon Balls, of course, iconic. You gather all of them, you make a wish. The the talismans in Jackie Chan Adventures actually had specific meaning to each of them, right? Because the talismans, you have them, they give you they give you a specific power, right? You can get a you can get super speed, you can get like you can jump real high if you have a certain talisman. Like that, then made each episode of Jackie Chan Adventures like its own cool, unique thing. Because then it's like, 
all right, Jackie's team has uh, the speed talisman and the jumping high talisman, and the enemy team has uh, the invisibility talisman or whatever talisman, and it turns into like these cool superpower battles in a way that I don't know. In a way, like for me, Jackie Chan Adventures is stuck with me just because it just felt like a cooler show in, in that essence. Even though, like Dragon Ball Z, of course, is Dragon Ball Z, and yeah, I can't take anything like, away. Goku from Dragon stands Ball. there and yells until he gets stronger. It's, and that's yeah, cool. I mean, that's yeah. something that's cool. you know. I don't know if it's good or bad. It's it's but, different. I I will say so. I think that the love of Jackie Chan comes from the fact that in all of his movies or even on the show, he always presents as like this like bumbling nice guy. And then he oh, just yeah. completely wins every fight. And uh, I and guess like, I guess that's kind of Dragon Ball Z because Goku's like, I mean, Goku's kind of dumb sometimes. He's a very childish, child mind, but he's like the most incredible fighter. So like, are Jackie Chan and Goku like the same? They, is, is Goku, is, is Jackie Chan trying to present like Goku? So it's like, oh, I'm just like fun and happy. But you know what? When it's time to go, See, I'm going to scream and get strong. The difference is, I think with Goku, like Goku is obviously like a goofy dude, right? But Goku has, Goku can, is with the shits, right? Goku yes. can scrap whenever it comes down to it. Yes. Where Jackie Chan uh, presents, in, especially in Jackie Chan Adventures, is like this like lighthearted kind of a, kind of a goofy dude. But when it comes to those, when it comes to the fight scenes, you can tell that like he does the Jackie Chan thing where he's using anything in his vicinity to, to fight off the enemy. And it is yeah. him like stumbling around during the fights and like, uh, jumping over counters and like grabbing pots and pans and like smash like smashing on people's heads like he Jackie Chan is is, is messy in in his in his actual combat and in his, in his actual like action yeah. that makes it even that that feeds into that same character that is like this lighthearted goofy goofy kind of character which is awesome I think which is cool I think Jackie Chan's fighting style is just that he believes that he's in a in an arena fighter Power Stone esque type of game oh yeah and so he just uses 100%. everything around him <laughs> that is his fighting style is Power Stone. Now, Xavier, this is a question I've been asking everybody this week, and this this is to to segue from very light to, to a little bit less light. Uh, yeah. I've been asking people people who've been guessing this week because we, this week we've had all black guests, right? We've had all black voices uh, coming on to KFGD to represent. Uh, and a question I've been ask, asking everybody is, how has this last week been for you? Because I know, uh, you know, we're all different people here. We all kind of take in and process uh things differently uh especially this week as 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 we've seen in the news things are crazy out there for you how's this last week been uh this this week has sucked a lot for many different reasons um because this this isn't obviously and people are aware of this uh this isn't the first time that something like this has happened this is uh like the millionth time that something like this has happened so it's it's very weird seeing people that um I've called friends for so long. Um, it do more than like not understand. Cause I get it. If you've never been in these situations, you don't understand it. But when people try to say that their life experience cancels out my life experience. And so since it doesn't happen to them, it's not happening at all. Um, it's a very eye opening thing because people that you thought were super open mind, open minded and uh, who have been kind or seem kind all of a sudden, now that you're speaking your mind and saying like, Hey, there's injustice in this country, there's injustice in this world and people are treated unfairly and you might not get treated the same way I get treated. I won't get treated the same way you get treated. Now, all of a sudden, like now I'm a problem to them. Now, mm. now I need to sit down and shut up because everything is fine. It's like, yes, everything is fine for you, but it's, it's different for people that look like me. And one of the ways that um, I've been trying to figure out to explain it and sorry, I'm, finding my, yeah, my, my sure. thoughts it's, it's not the easiest thing as i'm sure you know uh, to talk about and yesterday i got caught up just crying on the internet on camera on twitch just crying it about it um it happens 
but it's uh, the thing the thing that I think hits me the hardest is the fact that uh, and I keep going back to this whenever I talk about it is my dad had to sit me down and have a talk with me. My mom sat me down, had a talk with me, my grandma. Everybody that was my elder in my family explained to me what it was going to be like once I was out in the real world, that it was going to be harder for me. I was going to have to work twice as hard to get treated uh, to get treated the same way and a lot of times still not get treated the same way. So do everything that I can to to make sure that there's no excuse for whatever negative behavior may come my way. Um, and having that conversation over and over again has made me realize that due to these conversations, due to the way society is, due to the way that the world is, in order to to become, uh, I guess, I guess, successful in the way that I wanted to be, or to, in the way that society believes success is 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 quantified, uh, I had to present myself constantly as as non threatening. Mm -hmm. And I and I say I do I did that in order to like succeed, but at its base, I did it in order to survive because I didn't ever know if an interaction with someone in a position of power was going to go the way that I was told it may go or if it was going to be fine. Many times, uh, you know, growing up in Georgia, whether I was getting, uh, you know, like pulled over or just like pulled out of a crowd, like when we're walking around in the city and and being questioned for no reason, having uh, in high school girls that I was dating ask if, excuse me, ma'am, are you okay? Do you know this man? Things like that. Uh, yeah. Officers calling me boy, license and registration, boy. You know how fast you're going, boy. Like things like yeah. that don't happen to lots of people, so they don't get it. Um, but I just I wish that there were more people in positions of power who would just listen and say, "Okay, we're here to help you." It's I feel like to the people that don't understand the the easiest way to explain it. I know this sounds extremely childish, but if you've seen the movie Zootopia. If you don't understand how the predators are being treated unfairly, then that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Because that movie explains like racism and prejudice in the most most basic, lowest common denominator way. So if you are if you don't understand what's happening here in this current situation in real life, watch this movie because guaranteed, if I if if my three year old can understand it then you as like a grown man or as a 60 year old woman, like whatever, you can understand that. That just needs to get translated into this. And maybe that will create some compassion because you'll be able to understand, oh, these humans literally just want to be treated fairly in, in the, in the, in the largest scale, like just want to be like left alone. Like I don't want to have to walk down the street. And if I, if I see someone that's on the sidewalk with me, uh, and it's a woman with a purse and she just clutches her purse because maybe there's not a lot of black people in that neighborhood. So she's, so she's nervous. Like that's, that's at its core, like what we're trying to figure out how to change. Yeah. And I don't, I, there's not necessarily a law that can change the fact that we have to have these talks in our home with our kids in order for them to be able to survive in this, in this society. And in other homes, I don't know what kind of talks that they're having, but there's not a law that can be implemented that tells people to teach their kids to not be to not be racist, to not be mean to people based on how they look. If you don't like somebody, if my kid gets in a fight with someone and hates that person, I, I want it to be because that kid sucks. Because that yeah. kid was, was mean to him because he was a kid, not because of the color of their skin or whatever. Like, have discussions, have disagreements, agree to disagree, whatever. But when it comes to the, the, the talks of, of human life and what's, what's really important, I just want people that aren't in the situation or not dealing with the situation to, to understand that, that it's real and 
just want people to listen and empathize because if you empathize then you have to you have to feel it and there's no way that you can't do something to help that stop happening if you just yeah. if you actually listen yeah i i think that's that's the biggest thing for a lot of people right is, is empathy i think tim said it uh best on the kind of funny podcast where he was talking about how for him the thing that he's had to figure out and learn is listen and then take take in what take in what you hear and then react to it right taking mm-hmm. what you hear and then react as far as like change what you need to change about yourself right take the action that you need to that you, that you need to yeah and then listen some more and then take action mm-hmm. and then listen some more and then take action right and that's tim as a white dude uh who's saying that like yeah that's what that's the thing that he's learned that's the thing that he understands that he needs to do right and that is that is part of empathy Empathy is all about listening to people and hearing what they have to say uh, and trying to understand what they're going through and, 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 and uh, what you can do to be better, right? If you are at fault or if you were part of a system that is at fault or if you have any yeah. hand in the system that is at, at fault, right? Like it's, it's the Spider-Man thing where uh, yeah. with, uh, with great power comes great responsibility, right? That's- and I know for a lot of people, you feel like you don't have power, uh, but let me tell you, you have power. You have power to do something. You have power to act. You have power to listen. You have power to re- to react. And so I, I I think like it all it all kind of feeds together, right? And I think empathy is the is the main word that yeah. that that comes down to. It's, sure. I I think too another way to look at it is people don't like bullying. They don't enjoy that. Everybody can agree that bullying is wrong, and you want to make sure that bullies stop or you want to do everything that you can do in your power to stop bullying from happening whether it's like as adults or in schools like this is like the highest form of it yeah and so i, I think oh, yeah. people are that that don't that say that they don't get it are having trouble imagining this situation with like with with different uh and i'm saying skins i don't mean skins but i mean with it with it looking different with it looking like something else so if you can understand that bullying is bad and we want that to stop, this is just an extreme form of bullying. Be able to translate from situation to situation and say, this is wrong, therefore, this is also wrong, and this is a way higher level of wrong than whatever you're upset about over here. So like, let's handle this and get to everything else that we can. But when people are being executed in the streets unarmed when people are being shot in their homes when they're sleeping in their beds with police officers just bursting in because they think someone is in the vicinity like killing innocent people like that's a problem regardless of like what color you are and if this was happening uh to to someone that i that i cared about or just happening to other humans regardless of what they look like like i want to help and so it's for sure I know I keep saying the same thing. It's just it's just very confusing to see people like not caring and saying like, oh, well, look at look at these numbers. This is happening over here. Like, what about this? And it's like, yes, yes, that's that's also bad. But you like, can we like I'm talking about this. So can we talk about this and try to handle this like X, Y and Z over here? And It's like, yes, yes, that as well. But if this stove top is on fire and this one is prepping food and it's OK, then we need to focus on the one that could possibly blow up the whole kitchen. Yeah. And that's that's kind of what's happening. And and I'm I want I don't want the kitchen to blow up. I want everything to be great. I want all the ovens to work. I want everything to be copacetic. I want people to shake hands, hug, love, kiss, all that. And that's that's to me, that's what we're asking for. And when it's met with, well, but this, 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 all we ask for is 
is equality, dude. Like, why are you so mad? What are you upset about? What are you upset about losing power? Ah, mm. okay. So it is true, you know? Yeah, that, I think that's legit the perfect way to put it. Uh, and I, pre I appreciate you speaking that. I appreciate you being willing to, uh, to share that, Xavier. Yeah. But Xavier, this is kind of funny games daily. This is a show about video games. So let's talk about some video games. Today's stories yeah. include Call of Duty cracking down on racism, the return of Kingdoms of, of Amal. I never know how to pronounce this game. Kingdoms <laughs> of Amalur <laughs> and more because this is kind of funny games daily each and every week day at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash kind of funny games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosteeth.com, or you can listen later on podcast services around the globe by searching for Kind of Funny Games Daily. To be a part of the show, head to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames where bronze members or above get to write in and silver members or above get the show ad-free with the exclusive daily post show. Housekeeping, speaking of the post show, today's post show is going to feature the reuniting of Greg Miller and the commish. That's right. An unstoppable, an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. Uh, so stay tuned. Uh, and that's also happening because I got to run right at 11 because I'm on another show right after this, this one. Uh, and so if you're if you're uh, a bronze member or if you're a silver member uh, on pa patreon.com slash kind of funny games, stay tuned for that. The great big kind of funny core stream that we've been talking about this week. Is postponed. Uh, Manicore Games <laughs> says this. Uh, we don't want to distract from the important conversations being had about racism in our country right now. So we're postponing the kind of funny game jam stream originally scheduled for Thursday, June 4th. All rules and prizing for the game jam will remain the same. We thank everyone who has participated and look forward to playing your creations in the near future. Also, uh, as we've been talking about this week, the Kind of Funny Game Showcase is back, uh, but it's called the Gorilla Collective. As you know, we've teamed up with our friends at the Media Indie Exchange to do a three-day showcase featuring nearly 90 games. It all kicks off Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific time on twitch.tv slash Gorilla Collective. Uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Mohamed Mohamed, Momo, uh, Connor Nolan, and Blackjack. Today, we're brought to you by Brooklinen, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin with what is and forever will be the World Report. Mm. Time for some news. We have four stories, Nick. A baker's dozen! I ate too Great much job, food, Kevin. guys. I ate too much food. It's, it's all good, man. You were telling so us about good. the food. You were telling us about the food before the show starts. I'm, I'm very jealous. Oh, I'm very man. jealous. I'm going to go. Starting with story number one, Call of Duty is cra cracking down on racist content. This is from Sheriff Saeed at VG247. Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Warzone developer Infinity Ward has admitted that it needs to do better to counter racism in its online games. Uh, I'm starting to like giggle as I read that because that's not like a secret. That's not like a thing that, <laughs> yeah. just, <laughs> that just popped up. Uh, the article continues, going forward, the developer will be taking more aggressive approach to racist and hateful clan tags, usernames, and other offensive content. To start, the developer will be dedicating more resources to monitor and ban racist user content across the game. The in-game reporting tool will be expanded to include racist names and the like as possible reasons for filing a report. Infinity Ward is aiming to increase the number of bans per hour. Uh, the developer is also exploring ways to make it easier for players to report. Technical upgrades include greater restrictions on name changes as well as smarter filters to prevent these usernames from being made in the first place. Lastly, Infinity Ward will punish repeat offenders with the permanent bans or with permanent bans. 
uh, their statement reads like this. And I pulled their statement from Twitter uh, where they like posted a screen with with a black background and dark text on it, which I'm not a fan of because it makes it hard to read a, a little yeah. bit, especially for me hosting a show, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> the statement reads as this. There is no place for, for racist content in our game. This is this is an effort we began with launch, and we need to do a better job. We're, fo- we're, we're issuing thousands of daily bans of racist and hate-oriented names, but we know we have to do more, and we are. Adding, and they have bullet points. The first bullet point reads like this. Uh, adding additional resources to monitor and ID racist content. Adding additional in-game reporting f- systems to increase the number of bans by, o- by hour. Adding filters and greater restrictions on name changes, evaluating in-game improvements to make it easier to report offenses, and lastly, increasing permanent bans to root out repeat offenders. We apologize to our players. This is our commitment to, to you, our fans. Thank you. Xavier, are you, are you a Call of Duty person, or have, do you have any history with Call of Duty? So I've dipped a toe in. I'm not very good, especially at this last one. And then when um, when that patch came out, that was like an extra 40 gigs but like you had to have everything to just play Warzone. Yep. Uh it legit like my computer filled up and I've got like a like a couple terabytes on this computer but I've just I have so many games in my Steam library. They put that in and I was like I can't, I can't I can't it's too big. I can't justify it. Um but I I have played a bunch of first person shooters just throughout my life. And so in one hand I'm very glad this is happening uh cuz obviously Call of Duty is such uh, a well-received game, and it's so hot, and there's so many people playing it. Yeah, um, I, I have been in the situation multiple times, uh, just where you're on on mics online, so like even in, like in college, we would play Uno in college on headset with people, and you just hear like nine-year-old kids just like screaming racial epithets, and it's like, oh, cool. So like, as as excited as I am, and happy that I am, as that people are like growing and like good things are happening, it's like. Man, this has been a problem way longer than for seven days. Yeah. So like, yeah, like new That's... graphics, dope, sweet new uh, sprays on the guns, dope and skins. Like, what happened in like two thousand four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen? Like, yeah. I'm, and I yeah. and I'm not trying to take away from it. I'm not trying to take away from it at any at any means. This is this is great, but like. It's interesting to see all the stuff changing now, which is great because that's what's being asked for. Um, yeah, I just yeah, it's, I just wish it would I, happen. <laughs> it's this. It's a similar quote. I, I used this quote yesterday. And I'll say it again. Right, like better late than never, but never yes. late is better. Is like is the thing for me where you know I I've played Call of Duty since the since the PS3. Right, like most of us have. Right, like I jumped in uh, harder at World at War uh, and even 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 more on Black Ops and Black Ops Two um, and like during the ps4 generation right like i i kind of fell back in call of duty but came back uh or i jumped back into the latest one uh modern warfare the the reboot and it was it, it was almost like i for, i had forgotten like what it was like to play call of duty online because i jumped back into it started playing gun games started playing gunfight started playing deathmatch and legit there were points where i was like man people are like really not holding it back as far as like no shit talking and all these things right and like you know shit talking here and there like i don't necessarily mind but it is when it comes when it comes down to like people throwing slurs and people saying things that are not okay and people i'm like the last time i played call of duty i was playing call of duty gun game right which is a free-for-all thing and you can hear you can hear everybody unless you mute everybody which i should i should do uh when i'm playing but it's by default like all the voices are on and i remember at a certain point like i was in shock 
I was legit in shock by the things people were yelling at each other. Like I heard like a little girl yell at, yell at like a grown man. Like, I hope your, your family catches coronavirus, like things like that, where it's yeah. like, dude, like, like what, is, like what is going on? And I know a big part of it is the fact that call of duty is the most popular first person shooter on the planet. Call of duty. Yeah. Like when you're the top dog, you are going to attract uh, so many people and so many trolls and so many people yeah. that, that, um, you know, like, smaller communities don't necessarily need to worry about as much because those things are easier to to filter out where when you're call of duty like i imagine yeah the 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 number of the number of trolls and the number of of people people coming through and and and, and throwing out hurtful and race, hurtful and and uh racist and uh uh language that almost it almost becomes it will not even almost it becomes difficult to manage that said yeah. At a certain point, it kind of does feel like there's a culture of this with Call of Duty, right? Like it's not like one or two matches out of like uh, thirty that I'm hearing this. It's like every match to every other match that I'm hearing yeah. people uh, uh, be terrible to each other. Uh, and so, yeah. like th- them cracking down on it like this, you know, I think is awesome. Uh, I hope to see more, right? Like they specific they specifically highlight uh, uh, racist like uh, identifications, right? Like so, like racist usernames and like. I'm sure, like that includes like clan tags and different things like that. And mm-hmm. I'm sure that'll include like customization stuff because I know you can customize. Like, I think it is your. I forget what the thing is. I think it might be your clan tag that is like the the images that you, you can make and attach to your to your Call of Duty profile. Mm-hmm. Um, all that is cool. I'm hoping to see. Like, I wonder if there is a way, or if they, or if they have this already, where you can like report somebody for racist language or hurtful language or whatever, like slurs or whatever. And that then gets sent to somebody and you, and that person has to listen to the recorded, the the record of the last 30 seconds or to determine whether or not that person gets a ban or not. Like, I don't know how that stuff can work, but this is a start for sure. It's interesting. It'll, it'll depend on how, obviously, like you said, how the, how how it all is set up and works. Cause then if it turns from a person who, uh, and this is not the fault of Call of Duty. We want to make that perfectly clear. This is just mm-hmm. the, the this is the product of, of trolls and people filled with hate. Um, but as soon as you have something like this set up, and then they figure out how to just start randomly reporting people for no reason because now, well, I can't throw racial slurs at you, so let me just report everybody that uh, you know beats me in this game as racist. It's like, man, there's there's so yeah. much stuff to to go. There has and to be think a way about. to like monitor. Uh, yeah. which I'm sure like becomes difficult because with the amount of people playing Call of Duty, it's like, all right, how many people do you have working uh, at Infinity Ward and at um, yeah. uh, Treyarch or any of any of the, the studios that work on Call of Duty? How many people do you have there that are able to monitor and and are able to review the, everything being reported and like how like what does that come down to? Um, yeah. Which you know like. This seems like they're 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 trying to find solutions, which is the the good thing. I'm sure some yeah. of this will probably be automated, and I'm sure that's the answer to a lot of this. Is find ways that, that you can automate it so that it, it you you can automatically detect certain things. Um, but yeah. Anyway, like th- this is pointing <laughs> yeah. in a good good direction. And so yes, this is this is a positive thing. thing. Yes, yes. a positive good thing that they have put this instilled this into their games. Good job. <laughs> Story number two. Take two games are shutting down their um, online services in protest. Uh, this is legit happening as I've been like putting to- together the show, like legit like five to ten minutes before we started the show. Uh, this mm-hmm. is breaking, and so I don't necessarily have all the pieces of the puzzle in front of me. In fact, I am like looking on different websites to see if there is a an actual uh, like article version that I can pull up. Uh, yeah. But 
essentially I have a screenshot uh, that I've taken from Rockstar Games on Twitter, and they tweeted this this morning. Uh, this is at Rockstar Games. Black Lives Matter. To honor the legacy of George Floyd, today, June 4th, from 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time, we'll be shutting down access to, to our online games, Grand Theft Auto Online and Red Dead Online. They didn't follow that, that tweet up with saying, uh, following the memorial, we hope, we, will, we hope you will join us further, uh, join us in further honoring the many victims of America's racial injustices by supporting their families, Black-owned businesses, uh, those marching on the streets, and coalitions through the organizations listed here. And they link uh, to charitynavigator.org uh, where you can uh, find different uh, causes to donate to. I then have a different tweet from gamesindustry.biz at GIBiz on Twitter. Uh, where they originally tweeted about that uh, that Rockstar uh, story and then updated that tweet uh, by saying, we've been informed that all Take-Two's labels will be shutting down their online games during this time, including games from Rockstar, 2K, and Social Point. Private Division will also suspend activities. Uh, and that's going on for a, a two-hour period. Xavier, does this, the, does this do anything for you? How do you? What's your reaction to all this? Um, I feel like stuff like this is is good because obviously, especially during now, and I just want to stop for a second. I feel like Corona is such a huge thing, and this is happening in the midst of a of yeah. a world pan. Like, how is it? Like, this is like the end of times. Like, what is going oh, yeah. on? Um, you can't so forget it, the the murder locust too. They're still out there. Yes. <laughs> There's so many things happening, but uh, I think stuff like this is good because obviously with with Corona, people are also at home as well, and it's summertime, so kids are going to be in the house, and so people are are on these games. Twenty four hours a day, there's people from all around the world in these games, and so if there's someone who might not be uh, in the social zeitgeist and really, you know, uh, educating themselves about what's going on, if they're unaware, you know, they they go to log on Grand Theft Auto and they can't, and so obviously, what are they going to do? They're going to jump on the internet and see if the servers are down. And they're going to see all this going on. So that might be if one person goes through that process and then becomes more educated about what's going on and becomes an ally or if it's like a young black kid who goes, you know what? Uh, yeah, let me take a second and learn something about history. Let me figure out like why black people call each other brother, because we're not sure like where our yeah. families like really from because we all got disconnected a long time ago. Like there's historical context to a lot of this stuff. Um, so I think stuff like this is good because for a few people, at least it'll force them to to face what's going on and look at it and actually like take a second and think about it um yeah that's that's been my my whole thing this week right like when companies do something as far uh when it comes to speaking out uh with black lives matter and george floyd and and, and, and all this stuff like i like to see action i like to see an actual like practical thing right I, I like to see like at the very least let me see you give some money uh to a cause, right? Let me see you give it, give some money to a bail fund or to uh, to black organizations that are helping mm -hmm. uh, to remedy all this. And so, for this being an action, I like. For this being a like even a way to protest, I like. Right? Like in the in that Rockstar tweet, um, uh, or maybe it wasn't the Rockstar tweet. And somewhere I read that like, hmm, hold on, let me let me. I don't want to mischaracterize this. Yeah, so I yeah. want to make sure I'm I'm, I'm rereading. Uh, okay, so yeah, so to honor the legacy of George Floyd, today we'll be shutting down from two to four. Um, and so maybe they didn't use the word protest, but I like this in an, as an idea to uh, as a protest, right? Like this, when you look at protests, and this is a thing that somebody uh, somebody tweeted at me uh, in reply to in reply to my tweet when 
I tweeted out the PlayStation stuff when PlayStation delayed the PS5 games uh, game re- game event that was happening today. Uh, somebody replied to me saying like, "Oh yeah, like when you look at protests, right? Like the whole point of protests is to get in people's way and to make it, it the the point of protest is to make people stop and have to listen and stop and and uh, uh, inconvenience them, right? This is yeah. an inconvenience for so many people. And granted, mm-hmm. like, could they have gone longer with shutting on the online service? Sure, like I I, I think so." Um, but even for, for a game as big as Grand Theft Auto Online and for a game as big as Red Dead, right, two hours of shutting down online service and pointing that towards, hey, we want to honor the death of George Floyd and point to the things that are going on, you know, that's a big statement. And that's going to cause so many people to have to stop and be like, oh, shoot, like, all right, well, I guess I have to pay attention to this thing because now it's directly affecting me, uh, yeah, which is, I yeah. think, the thing that, that really matters when it comes down to it. Definitely. I think I think you're totally right in that. I think it's it's definitely... Protests are a form of making people that need to listen, making them uncomfortable. And so if my comfort zone is playing these games and now I don't have my comfort zone, I go, I'm uncomfortable. Why? And then you try to find out why you're uncomfortable. And then you find out and you either take that opportunity to listen and educate or you use it to internalize more hate. And that's the only that's that's a choice that that person as an individual has to make. Yes. Uh, Story number three. And it's it's interesting to point out that three out of four of the news stories have to do have to do with uh the black lives matter protests and everything going on in the world which is wild because like we haven't seen well i was gonna say we haven't seen this since but corona is still uh, still a thing but corona is like the only other thing that i've seen on the show uh that has taken over the news like this right it's like loot boxes a couple years ago when i used to listen to the show every day coronavirus took over the 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 news days like this and now it is black lives matter protests which is wild to see that 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 is taken over like this but story number three Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 3 has been delayed. Uh, This is Jordan Alleman at IGN who writes, Fortnite Chapter 2 Season 3 has been delayed with the new season now launching on June 17th, with developer Epic explaining that the move is due to current, current outcry and protests in the U.S. Quote, Recent events are are a heavy reminder of ongoing injustices in society, from the denial of basic human rights to the impact of racism both overt and subtle against people of color. We're acutely aware of the pain our friends, families, uh, team members, players, and communities are experiencing, uh, begins a statement from the Fortnite blog published earlier today. The statement continues, we believe in we believe in equality and justice, diversity and inclusion, and that these that these fundamental uh, fundamentals are above politics. The team is eager to move Fortnite forward, but we need to balance the season three launch with uh, with with time for the team to, to focus on themselves, their families, and their communities, end quote. So yeah, another example of like, it's taken over, right? Like yeah. the protests, people being outspoken, uh, uh, like it's, it's, it's wild to see. And today, today is like the day as far as like the news, uh, the news is concerned when it comes to video game news that I've seen it take over, take over the most, right? Like yeah. the, the PS5 event was probably the big, the big one. Um, the uh, Call of Duty delaying their seasons, right, was also big. But you know, seeing, looking at the news today and seeing how everybody has shifted, everybody, everybody is now reacting to this. Everybody now yeah. has to has to take a stand. Uh, it's wild to see, but also at the same time, like for me, it's awesome. For me, it's it's cool to see the impact that is being made. Uh, and so, yeah, it's dope. Yeah, I think it's it's awesome, especially because as everybody is well aware. Uh, Fortnite does have such a huge, uh, huge section of like the young audience playing their game constantly. And so there's so many of them who are locked into dates and like, oh, new season's coming out. Cool. I've been waiting for this for months. 
And so as soon as they hear that it's moved, these kids who, no lie, I got carried by my friend's, uh, my friend's kid's friend who was playing on a cell phone. He was eight and he carried us to a win on his cell. Like, oh my God. What? So that's how smart these kids are and how good they are at these games and how much uh, it's a part of their lives. So when they see stuff like this, maybe that eight-year-old says, wait, what's going on? Because they are clearly, hopefully, hopefully haven't been exposed to this and hopefully like know nothing of it and just are, are happy kids who treat everybody equally, you know? Um, but if if they do grow up in a home that does uh, have those conversations where they're breeding hate and things like that, maybe this is what opens them up to seeing like, oh, everything that's happening at my dinner table is kind of mean. You know, maybe I need to start being the the the, the light in my house that is much needed to to open things up. So so again, yes, I think this is a great thing, and it makes people look at stuff that they might not be looking at otherwise. How how deep are you into Fortnite? Are you are you are you uh, uh, part of the the Fortnite hive? Like, is Fortnite your jam? For for a hot second, it was, and then I uh, <laughs> I've realized I was playing on teams with people that were good at building, and so I would just never build. And so then I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm having enough fun. I'm I'm good enough. Let me like venture out into the world on my lonesome. And I was like, oh oh, oh if I want to actually play this game like for real, I've got to be able to build. <laughs> so oh, I enjoy yeah. I enjoy watching it. It's very fun to watch for me, but I am terrible at playing it. Do you have you do you play any other battle royales? Have you jumped into Apex at all? Because that's, that's my I lo- go-to. I love Apex. I don't know what the difference is for me because normally battle royale games, like I'm just not, I can't, I can't win. I'm just, I don't, I can't spend enough time on them to get good enough, and I just get frustrated. Uh, but Apex had me for like, I don't know, like eight or ten months. I was digging in heavy. Oh yeah. Um, and it's not battle royale, but I, I've been obsessed with Valorant because we got a chance to play. Like, oh yeah. Beta, where I got a team uh, up, up, down, down is actually in the Twitch Rivals Valorant event coming up on Saturday. Uh, hey. so yeah, I, I've been, I've been digging in there heavy, uh, again, not a battle royale, but I don't know. I, I think I, I think I get too stressed out for battle royale games. If I get in like the top 15, my heart rate jumps to like 160, and that's not even close, you know? Oh yeah. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> definitely with you there. Like when, when it comes to Apex, I find that I, I choke the most when it, when I am in that top five, because yeah. it, it, it becomes stressful. It's like, all right, all yeah. right. Like I'm here now. Like it's real now. Like if I, if I fuck up, I'm gone. And that's a whole, that's, that's a whole match <laughs> wasted right there. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the Fortnite thing. As far as the building goes, like I love Fortnite yeah. for a good, uh, let me say like seven, eight months. Uh, like I was very heavy on it when it came to switch and, I, I got a bit into like the building aspects of it. Like I, I ended up changing my cons- my control scheme to make uh, it easier because I think there's like a I think I think it might be called Builder Pro. That's like the yeah, control, yeah. control scheme where you're able to essentially build faster. And so whenever I hear footsteps or, or uh, see somebody, you immediately like hold a couple of buttons and then turn in a circle and then automatically like you have uh, yeah. a, a, a fort all around you. It's built. That was amazing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, at a certain point I was like, man, this is just like, this is getting advanced in a way that yeah. I don't know if I can keep up with, um, it's a lot. but shout out to Fortnite though, because that like at the core, that game's a fun game. Yeah, man. And it's, it's like I said, it's good to see them, uh, doing something too. And then our last news story, story number four, kingdoms of Amalur is officially back. This is from Ethan Gotch at Kotaku. Uh, and Kevin, if you look at the doc, I have screenshots that I went to pull up, uh, as I'm reading through this. A new listing on the Microsoft Store has been revealed, uh, or has revealed, a remaster of the 2012 action RPG Kingdoms of Amalur Re- Reckoning, coming coming August 18th. According to the listing, the remaster will have improved graphical f- graphical fidelity and refined gameplay. 
It'll also come with all the DLC from the original release. Uh, it's also getting a, a ridiculous new title, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning. It's not clear if the remaster is also coming to other platforms, but you can get, get an idea of the game's new look from some of the screenshots. Kingdoms of Amalur was, uh, was one of the more decent role-playing games of the last console generation that wasn't made uh, by Square Enix, Bethesda, or one of the other publishers known for excellence in, in the genre. It was instead created by Big Huge Games and 38 Studios. And then as an update to the story, this morning at Reckoning Game on Twitter, which is the Kingdoms of Amalur's official Twitter account, they tweeted out, The rumors are true. Prepare for a re-reckoning because, because, King, because Kingdoms of Amalur is coming back. Remastered with stunning visuals and refined gameplay, it's soon, it's, it's soon time to experience an epic RPG journey and all its DLC like never before. Uh, Xavier, is... Were you ever into Kingdoms of Amalur when this was a thing? I have never heard of this game. Really? I di- I just watched I just looked at a video of it just now. So, uh it's like well like Gauntlet or like Diablo. It's like an it's basically a, a uh, like a action western RPG? RPG. Yeah, action okay. RPG. I'm going to I'm about yeah. to call up uh Greg Miller because okay. Greg Miller is actually a, a very big Kingdoms of Amalur fan. Yeah. And he can he can speak to it. I know he'll want to speak to it. Okay. All right. So it's it's Uh-oh. ringing now. Here we go. Oh, you're goddamn right. I'm a big Kingdom of the Bomber fan. <laughs> you guys are having a great show. I'm watching live. Oh, thanks, Greg. Uh, thanks, Greg, Greg. what's been your reaction to the news? Because I saw last night you were tweeting about it. You were hyped about it when it was leaking. Now that it's official, uh, where are you at? Where's your head at? I mean, it's, you know, it's the normal thing for Greg Miller in video games in 2020. And I will be clear, just video games in 2020. But God is real. He keeps making my dreams come true. You know, what I mean? just in video games. Very clear. <laughs> yes. Just in video games. <laughs> but here we go. Blessing. One of the greatest, most underrated, underplayed RPGs of all time coming back. Re-reckoning. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. All it took was, was Corona and the world burning down for us, for you to get what you wanted. You know, I don't want to do the Thanos, like, what did it cost you to get pat upon? <laughs> and the new Ghostbusters and all this stuff. I don't want to do that and say everything, but it wasn't worth it. The trade wasn't worth it, to be clear. Just video games. It wasn't so worth it. Pretty well. <laughs> all right, yeah, fair. Exactly. Very fair. Uh, Greg, thank you for your input. I, I appreciate I was, it. I was, a great action RPG. What it was is that it has, like, first off, a gajillion quests, a million different things to do, really cool story, really cool world, but then great gameplay, really fun game, like action, you know, you're in there, you know, third-person action combat that's actually responsive and fun and ready to go. Oh, sick. And wh- what was this on? Greg can't hear me, right? Oh, sorry, I forgot that you can't hear Xavier. Uh, what, was, what, what was it on? Oh, it was on PS3, 360, all that jazz. Okay, okay. gotcha. So, yeah, pre- previous gen. Um, All right, I'll I'll check it out before the remaster. Xavier said he'll check it out. Okay, good. I'll see you soon on the post show, Xavier. I love you. Bye, I love you. All right, bye, Greg. (laughs) Well, awesome. Yeah, Kingdoms of Omelette is back. Greg Miller is very excited about it. (laughs) (laughs) Is it multiplayer? I don't believe so, no. I think think it's single-player. Kind of funny.com slash you're wrong if I'm wrong about that. Uh, Billy the Door writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says hello blessing in the honorable commish so i guess we got our first e3 leak with kingdoms of amalur re-reckoning do you think this was an announcement that was planned for this week where someone forgot to change the date on when the listing was was posted on the microsoft store and do you think we'll see more leaks over the next week um keep up the great work thanks so this is an interesting question because Mm -hmm. usually yeah like this this is the time where we get the e3 leaks but there's no e3 
yeah. and as far as Kingdoms of Amalur, looking at how they they announced it on Twitter tells me that this leak pr- might have like forced their hand a bit. Like maybe it was meant for later this week, um, or maybe early next week. But like, uh, it it seems like things aren't prepared as far as like you would you would imagine that if they're announcing this, they'd announce it with like a trailer or something like that. And you don't really have that, right? Like you have they have like the links for the stores. Um and like the the like quick blurb here, right? Saying that like, oh yeah, it's remastered with stunning stunning visuals and refined gameplay and all this stuff. Um but yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the leaks from last night forced their hand and, and made them go like, all right, let's just announce it tomorrow officially, and then we'll have to roll out from, from there. Um as far as like as far as like how it came it, how it came out on the Microsoft store, you imagine that that is either it could be like it could be anything, right? But it's probably likely somebody put the wrong date or there was an error in the system and it just went live prematurely um, and that happens, um, you know, or like, who knows? Like, it, it could be a number of things. Um, but yeah, like, I don't, I, 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 either way, like, I think this is like a cool, it's, it's a cool announcement. It's, it's cool to see that this season it's kind of officially started, even though it's started in a very weird way, right? As far as yeah. like the announcement season season goes, like the non E three E three season, uh, and so yeah, I'm all, I'm all about it. So I'm this is this is technically a leak. It leaked last night, but this is this is technically now official. Okay. Okay. Yeah, they've actually announced my, it now. My thought with leaks is always that, like, especially in like in like the culture of like the past like three or four years, like. As far as like game information, yeah, there's leaks here and there. Like, what uh, was it last year? Uh, e Honda and them got leaked in like Street Fighter before they were at Evo. I think they leaked some character stuff. Uh, but I think, especially now with this, like, I would say that they just knew that there'd be some people who'd be excited about a little bit of positive news somewhere. Oh, yeah. So I would say they're just like, you know what? Just tell them. Just tell them. It'll just make somebody them. smile. Everything sucks right now. 2020 is, is insane. So let's just give some positivity out there. Xavier, I'm really excited to see whether King- Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning lives up to Greg Miller's expectations. Me but, too. I literally just downloaded it. But the re- Oh, did you really? Yeah, I've got fiber, so nine gigs. Dude, that's good. awesome. That's really, <laughs> that's really cool, actually. Um, but the release of Kingdom- Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning is so far away. If I want to know what's coming out to Mama Grop shops today, where would I look? Ooh, let's see. Where would you look? I Where would, would I look? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, excited today. Out today, we got Tour de France 2020 for PS4 and Xbox One, A Depth of Extinction for Switch, The Takeover for Switch, Swamp Castle for PC and Mac, Ellie's Cake Cafe for PC, Opening Up for PC, uh, and then Remnant from the Ashes, uh, Swamps of Courses DLC is available on Xbox One and PS4. New dates, Project Cars 3 has been announced and will be available for PS4, Xbox One, and PC later this summer. Mega Crit Games has revealed that its popular card-based roguelite Slay the Spire is coming to iOS iOS devices this month. Uh, The Kingdom Majestic compilation will finally launch July 9th, 2020 in Europe on PS4, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. And then Crying Sons is coming to mobile on June 25th, 2020. Uh, Deal of the Day, Overcooked, is available for free on Epic Game Store. Now it's time 
for reader mail. You can write into patreon.com slash kind of funny games where you can get the show ad free. And speaking of ads, this episode of kind of funny games daily is brought to you by Brooke Lennon. Did you know that making small changes to your everyday life can lead to huge positive changes to your lifestyle? The right towel turns a bathroom into a spa. The right loungewear turns function into luxury. The right bedding turns a bed into a retreat. You know Brooklyn as the internet's favorite sheets, but they're also home to bedding, loungewear, towels, and more with over 50,000 plus five-star reviews and counting. Kind of Funny loves Brooklinen, uh, their luxury products at a low price, and Tim loves that he can get the right colors to match with his room. He also says they're comfortable. You can always trust Tim Gettys. Brooklinen was the first direct-to-consumer bedding company. They work directly with manu- manufacturers and directly with customers. No middlemen, just a great product and service. All luxury products without the luxury markup. Brooklinen.com is the perfect place to start making small changes that make big differences. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all their sheets, comforters, loungewears, uh, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. Go on, make yourself comfortable. Get 10% off your first order and free shipping when you use promo code GAMES only at brooklinen.com. Brooklinen, everything you need to live your most comfortable life. Xavier. Xavier. Yes. There it is. So yes. I always love, I always love waiting for the response because it's like a good like a uh, it's like a good cue. It's like a good uh good just jumping saying, off point. Just saying, you're waiting for me to switch back, all right? Cuz sometimes I'm I'm, I'm, up. I'm also waiting for Kevin to switch back. There's a lot of buttons here, I was right? Like, I have like the the run sheet over my camera so I'm like wait, did my internet freeze? Like he's calling me, can you not hear me? <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Christina writes in to patreon.com slash kind of funny games and says, hello, I have concerns about gaming corporations or corporations in general posting general statements about the protests going on this week. To me, it seems hollow. Anyone can post a PDF of a statement, change their Twitter icon or put a hashtag. Where's the action behind it? In your opinion, what should these companies do to truly show their support? Is the posting of a PDF enough? I know Square Enix has pledged to make monetary donations to various organizations, but what else can be done? Xavier, this has been a running theme over the last week. Uh, we've talked about it on the show quite a bit. Uh, brands, companies, organizations have been putting out like statements uh, and also been taking action, right? Like this, that's what, it, what this whole episode has actually been about, is corporations yeah. taking action as, as far as all these protests are concerned. Uh, Xavier, do you think, for you, is there a right way to do it? Is there a way you prefer to see it be done? Um... <sighs> I think I, I am going to steal your, your quote. The, what, what was it? it? What was it? The second part. Uh, which one? Uh, never, really better late quote. than never, but better late than never, but never late is better. Yes. Better late than never, but never late is better. Yes. I love yeah. that. So I like, I love that so much. Uh, and I, and I think it definitely applies to, to this question. Um, in this current position, I, I don't know what people should do. I don't know what I should do. But I think that people making an attempt to do something uh, is helpful. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, like, you know, people, if they, if, if companies have people that want to get out and protest, I think, like, that's great. But then also, I, I do understand what you're saying with, you know, it feeling hollow because, yeah, that's, like, the hot topic right now. So people are going to jump on it so they, you know, get some good karma points in society, you know, so when they put out their next piece of merchandise, you know, people will be with them, you know, so I, I get those feelings. And I, uh, I understand that even even like with myself, I was talking to one of my partners in the new day, Big E about like, 
you know, we want to post stuff because there are people who do look at us for stuff like this. And even mm -hmm. though, you know, we're, we're guys who are LARPing on, on TV, you know, we're play fighting with our friends and shiny pants trying to bring smiles, but there are certain people who look at us and they say, you know, what do you guys think? We need your strength. And so it's a thing of like, well, do we say something because we want to say something and we feel like we need to say something? Or, you know, is it that like, you know, am I trying to get some likes and some retweets? So like, I feel like mm -hmm. as long as people are taking the time to understand, like, there are people that are doing that. That is a possibility. But then there are people who are sitting, understanding that and trying to, in their best way, put something out and put something forward that will actually help people who are affected by this and who's affected by this, honestly, is everyone. So yep. so I, th I think doing something's better than nothing. It would have been nice a long time ago, but it's fantastic that stuff's happening now. Exactly, exactly. I 100% agree, right? Doing something is better, is better than nothing. Um, and so... I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I think that's, that, that's a good way to wrap that up. Now it's time to squat up. Anakin JMT writes in with a squat up on PS4 and says, in honor of the commish, I would like people to play the game that is taken up, up, down, down by storm. Uno. That's right. The classic card game. But as Xavier Woods can tell you, this ain't your daddy's Uno. If you want to have some of the most fun and yet most intense moments of a card game uh, that, a car that a card game could bring, friend me on PS4. Jump-ins and challenges will get so much respect, but try not to pull in Adam Cole and make the worst mistake in Uno history. As always, stay safe and keep it tight. Uh, Anakin JMT's PS4, uh, PSN is BHZ, that is B as in boy, HZ, underscore Anakin, A-N-A-K-I-N, J-M-T. Anakin JMT. <laughs> there you go. Uh, now it's time for one of them, one of them rotating segments. Uh, Xavier, this week... I've been asking guests to shout out somebody in the industry who is a black voice that they want to give a shout out to. And uh, for you, Xavier, this can be this could be uh, your industry as far as like uh, wrestling and entertainment, or it mm -hmm. could be in the games industry. Who is somebody you want to give a shout out to? Um, you know what? I'm going to give a shout out to my boy Mike Daniels. So he is a uh, he was a He's, a, he's a, in the NFL. You know, he used to be on the Green Bay Packers. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated as one of the top 100 football players in the league as a, as a lineman. Um, he is 100% one of us. And when I say one of us, I mean super ultra nerds. Um, this man knows more about Dragon Ball Z than anyone I've ever come across in my life. Loves all things anime. Is obsessed with video games. And is very much uh, doing everything that he can to uh, spread that type of emotion and knowledge and vibe throughout his professional uh, workplace in the NFL, trying to, you know, get rid of a bunch of that toxic masculinity and bring in some of the positive and bring a lot of video games with it. So he's uh, definitely a huge um, ally in that fight because he is in the fight as well. Um, but I definitely say him. He's, 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 you know, just starting out in this space uh, most recent, more recently, like in the past year or so. But uh, he's somebody that I keep an eye out for because he's he definitely knows his stuff. Awesome. <clears throat> awesome. Uh, now it's time for kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong, where you write in, let us know what we got wrong as we got it wrong. Uh, quarter 1988 says Amalur is pronounced Amalur. Amalur. Okay. Amalur. Or maybe that's Amalur. I'm going to say Amalur. <laughs> Amalur sounds right. Uh, let's see what else. Lanky Dragon says Call of Duty Modern Warfare slash Warzone doesn't have the feature Blessing was thinking of for creating custom emblems. Emblems That feature is typically found in Treyarch's uh, entries, so hopefully they follow suit uh, in their game, which I, that would make sense because usually I am, I am playing the Treyarch 
Call of Duty is because I'm a Black Ops boy. Uh... Oh, Alex Russ says Kingdoms of Amalur is two-player co-op. So there you go. Oh, hell yeah. Because I was looking at it like, it oh, would be fun oh, one player, but it's a... Oh. Oh, no. Alex Russ writes in and, and corrects himself. Sorry, I was wrong. Amalur is only single player. I was no! thinking of Fable. Sorry no! to crush your heart. We like Come built on. you up and then we broke you down immediately. <laughs> I was so pumped to play this with somebody. All right. Oh man. Fine. I mean, you you can you can play and have the homies watch you. You know, do it how you used to do it back in the day. Yeah, that's fine. You ever have that's that friend that you used to go over to their house and like you you would go over to play video games, but they were like, oh yeah, you're gonna watch me play Grand Theft Auto. Oh, totally. But <laughs> mine, mine was you're gonna watch me play Final Fantasy VII, and I'm not gonna switch because there's no live, there's no lives, so we can't switch. Oh man. So oh yeah. All of Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> but then when Unreal Tournament came out, my Player Two controller magically broke, and he couldn't play it to watch me. <laughs> uh, and let's see here. I'm looking through your wrong still. Greg, Greg is having fun in your wrong a little bit, which is which is always fun to see. Um, and once again, stay tuned to the post show because Greg and Xavier are about to have a good old time. Um, yeah. But I got to wrap this thing up because I got a show that I had to be on in literally 30 seconds. Uh, tomorrow posts are uh, me and Khalif Adams. And before I sign off, actually, Xavier, where can people find you if they want to consume some of that good, good content? At Xavier Woods PhD on Instagram and Twitter. Catch me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Xavier Woods. Catch me on YouTube, up, up, down, down. Subscribe if you have yet to subscribe already. Also, every Monday, make sure you're listening to the New Day podcast. Wherever you listen to your podcast, type in the New Day Feel the Power. Click the pink picture with the three black guys' faces on it to subscribe, ladies and gentlemen. Even if you can't stand me, even if you don't like my face, even if you don't like my personality, you subscribing is an automatic download. You can just delete Tuesday morning and your boy still gets those algorithm numbers. Thank you very much. Awesome, awesome. Of course, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on twitch.tv slash games. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. We have a Patreon post show for those that are subbed at the silver level of patreon.com slash games. So stick around for that. Otherwise, until next time, game daily. <laughs>